Pronto is more than a messaging app. Today's door-to-door organizations and sales teams demand better than what free messaging apps can offer. Enters Pronto, a single communication hub for your entire organization with a clean design that elevates your brand and doesn't require any training. With real-time direct and group messaging, video conferencing, announcements, unlimited file sharing and storage, administrative capabilities, and more, Pronto will help your organization communicate, collaborate, recruit, train, retain, and be more successful. So swipe up, try for free, win more. What's up, everybody? This is Sam Taggart with the DDD Podcast, and it's just me today. So I'm coming at you with a a lot of nuggets from this book that I'm working on, and the chapter, so the, the, the whole concept of the book, in case you haven't listened to any of the other podcasts, it's asking you shall receive, knock, or seeking you shall find, and knocking it shall be opened unto you. And having this theory of knock in the scriptures, Matthew 7, 7, I thought it'd be really cool to write a book around this framework. And so if you saw me on the tour, or if you saw any, of, I, I've spoke on this a lot, in the last two and a half years I've been writing this book. And this morning I was working on the chapter of knock. And obviously, I've been a door knocker since I was 11 years old. And just knowing, you know, door knocking in, in any sales and business world that doesn't come from a door knocker, obviously, this is the DD podcast, but like knocking is everywhere. And knocking is something that, you know, everyone has to do, whether it's go ask a girl out, whether it's go. Um, get funding, whether it's go find a better house to live in, like you're, 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 you're always knocking for opportunity. And, you know, the, the, the word knock has so much more meaning to me as a door knocker and, and those listening probably than it would typically have for a random person reading the scripture. They're like, oh, knock and it shall be opened. Well, I'm like, no, nothing. Like in our world, you don't make money unless you knock. <laughs> you, 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 you don't get deals unless you're willing to get out there and grind. And that emotional resilience and that, that, that anticipation of rejection or the unknown behind the door is always the impediment to want to go knock. And it's so tangible, it's so physical, it's so visible in a door-to-door setting, but not in a door-to-door setting. The word might just be like, knock, okay, like, I don't, I don't, I can't empathize with door knockers of like what knock really means. And, you know, since I was 11, that's all I've done. I've, all I've done is door-to-door. Um, I have a really big passion for it. Obviously, that's why we have door-to-door con, which is coming up in January, and then you have you know, all sorts of things that we've done for this door-to-door space, like the Door-to-Door Association and the DD Podcast and the university and all the things that we do. Um, so I, I love the quote by Steve Jobs where he says, the secret to success is stop wishing, start doing. So in my opinion, the, the Nike mentality, just do it, that means knock. There's so many people that talk about it, think about it, manifest it, and I'm like, that's great, but you still gotta go do the work. And in James chapter 2, four, verse 14, and then verse 17, it says, What doth it profit men, brethren, my brethren, though a man say he has faith, and he hath not works, can faith save him? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. And so faith, in my opinion, is an action verb. So a lot of times we have this faith, and it's like, I have faith, I hope, and I, I know that one day I'll be successful, one day I'll get deals, one day I'll, I'll break free, and it's like, well, faith is in action. It's faith without works is dead being alone. So it's like having this work mentality of I'm doing the work alongside of having faith is so critical because nothing comes without taking action. And, and we get stuck in this trap of believing 
and our actions don't match our words. And so, you know, there's three types of people in my opinion, and I've trained and managed and coached a lot of business owners down to first year reps. And I kind of categorize these into three different types. You have the dreamer, you have the worker bee, and then you have uh, the achiever. So this book being the achievement framework, it's you have the dreamer that's so good at like, oh my gosh, one day we're going to make this, we're going to do this, I'm going to be a billionaire, I'm going to have this, and they're still broke. And you're just like, dude, you talk about this all the time, but I don't see the actions follow. You have the worker bee, um, and in the dreamer, this is funny, the Tim Grover says, three things you'll never hear me say that I have in common, inner drive, passion. What the hell is inner drive? Inner drive is nothing more than a thought without action, internal wanderings that never go anywhere until you hit the pavement and thoughts turned into action. What good is the drive on the inside? Where are the results? The people that preach inner drive are dreamers with a lot of thought, but little action and little result. I love that. Tim Grover is one of my heroes. Um, so the worker bee, they, they have the drive to get things done, but they're just put their heads down and, and do the tasks in front of them. They're not realizing that there's ways that they could innovate and there's ways that they can expand and optimize and take things to a different level. And they get, they get in the traps of routine. So the worker bee, it's kind of like, as long as there's a path, I'll just like go down that path and it's comfortable and I like it and I'm good at it. And I, I, I stay in that. And I caution the worker bee because a lot of times they never really see fast progression because of dreaming and thinking and, and innovating and expanding the way of doing things. And so you put the two together and that's where you have the achiever. And it's this ability to take action, yet think big, dream, and, and put some punch behind your, your words. And so I'm going to go over kind of these four hacks um, or five hacks basically in this whole element of um, knock and take action. And in this episode, I probably won't get to all all four or five. Um, I'm just going to go through a few and then I'm going to do a part two on the next episode of the podcast. So just stay tuned, subscribe. And, and every, every week we, we launch a new episode. So if you're not, if you're watching this on Facebook live, go subscribe to our podcast, the DD podcast, and it's in SoundCloud or iTunes or, or Spotify or whatever you listen to podcasts in it's probably there. Um, so the first principle, the first hack is everything you need lies behind the door. And when I'd take car groups, so when I was knocking a lot more, I'd, I'd drive a car group out to area. So four or five of us would pack into a car, we'd drive an hour and a half away, and I'd drop them off in their neighborhoods. And when I'd drop them off, you know, I'd say, hey, it's two o'clock, and I'd say, I'd pick you up at nine. Well, what happens a lot of times to the new reps that didn't really know my style of working is they would, you know, call me at six o'clock, and they're like, hey, I need, I need a water. And you're like, well, no, I'm not going to come drive 15 minutes away and pick you up, take you to a gas station, get you a drink, sit there and watch you drink it, and then drive you back. And then now I'm a glorified chauffeur. I'm not going to do that. And then they'd call me and they're like, it's so hot. Like, can we take a break? And I'd be like, well, uh, no. And, and, and then they'd call me like, hey, man, I really got to take a dump. <laughs> like, there's no way. Like, I, I, I'm going to poo my pants. And so then, then this one, I'd feel a little empathy and I'd be like, ah, man, you're stuck in a neighborhood, don't have a toilet. And this is when it hit me and I go, wait, 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 wait. You have probably 500 toilets, three or four per home that you're knocking on. So within about, I don't know, a mile radius of where you are, you're going to get five to 700 toilets. 
I think you could knock a door and just ask them if you could use the bathroom. They're like, that's embarrassing. Like, I would never do that. You're like, I, I mean, why do they have toilets? They're meant to be used, right? And I'd have to sell them on everything you need lies behind the door. You're hungry, ask for a snack. You need water, guess what? They got like a bunch of sinks with flowing water. It's endless. You can ask them to fill up your water bottle and get some water. You know, it's, it's hot. Well, guess where the air conditioning is? Inside. So maybe you should knock the door, ask to go inside and sell somebody and you'd get out of the heat. It's raining. Oh, guess what? There's a door that you could walk. Everything you need lies behind the door where most people, they're looking to avoid the door and find their external like success or their external um, validation through going to the gas stations and avoiding and sitting in a park under a tree. And it's like, that's the obvious, like, oh, well, that makes sense. But I'm like, no, go through the door, not run away from the door. And once I could teach my people that everything they need really lies behind that door, their money lied behind the door. And that opportunity for breaking through their limiting belief and their success and their confidence lies behind that door. Um, and Ed Milet in a podcast he did, he said, um, the willingness to go through that door into a room that they think they may not be prepared for, the people that lose in life are, the, are, the, are average and are waiting for some level of preparation before they're willing to go knock and go through that door. So when I, did, I did a podcast interviewing Ed Milet, and when he said that, I was just like, wow, like, he had knocked doors for 10 years. A lot of people never saw that. Like they're like, they see this guy that's worth a half a billion dollars. And they're like, dude, people didn't see the difference between me and an average person is I'm willing to go through that door, not being prepared, not feeling good, feeling under the weather, whatever that looks like. Because it goes back to the whole imperfect actions much better than perfect inaction. And the real risk of doing is doing nothing um, by Dennis Waitley. And it's, so it's like, when David Goggins talks about this principle, he says, when I see a wall, I'm looking to go through it, around it, over it, a window. I don't think of, oh, there's a wall. We should turn around and go a different direction. It's like, I know I need to go through the wall, bust it, break it down, jump over it, do whatever it takes. So once you figure this principle that your, your, your success, your confidence, your change, your, your new you, it really lies behind the door. So you have to figure out how to knock it, go through it. The next principle is the law of reflection. Um, and so often people come to me when I coach and they're like, well, if I only had more people or if I only had more time or if I only had more money, um, I would do some X. And, and the principle is those that make time have time, those that invest money get money, and those that act now get now. And in DoorToDoorCon this last year, I gave a talk on this. And my speech had all, everything to do with the boomerang effect. And I, I, I said, when you, what you send out comes back. And it's kind of karma. It's kind of this, what you, you project into the universe and it's a reflection. So the law of reflection is those that make time have time. Meaning those that say, I'm going to invest the time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create time through proper delegation, automation, and, and really set some priorities straight. I'm going to get my time back. And it, it comes back to the principle my dad would always say is like, if it's important to you, you'll do it. And some people sleep is way more important than getting up early and doing a morning routine. Some people is Netflix is more important than getting paid and breaking through their success and, and their, their financial slump. And so they go home and they just play video games or whatever that's important to them. So they play video games for a long time. And I go, that's great. Weed, alcohol. If you make time to go out with your friends and drink on the weekends, or, or whatever that is, it's like, that's important to you, you do it. And so 
really analyze like what are you making time for and that's where your priorities lie and then assess okay do i like the priorities that i subconsciously created for myself um, those that invest money get money. So it's like too often we get afraid to invest in coaching, to invest in training, to invest in education when it's like society says go to college and spend this much money on college. And then it's like, but nobody trained you on investing in you. You just did it because society said to do it, but you didn't even take it serious. So I dropped out of college so that I could invest in me. And I started spending 30 to 50 grand a year just on personal development. And that was what accelerated me to become who I am today. I pay for personal fitness and coaching and counseling and all sorts of events. And, and for me, I'm not afraid to invest in me because I know that the return is tenfold. My income's you know, five times what it was 10 years ago. Um, and so you know, when we say we need more money um, and to start investing, or it's like once I have, X amount of dollars I can then invest in me is that's a false that's a falsity that 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 we should stop believing and and what ends up happening is when we create a need to have more money to invest we'll start making more income because we need an excess amount of income to invest and our activity goes up our income goes up and so our results will go up and so it's not until we create that need to invest instead of the wish to invest is when we'll actually see that real growth and wealth. And then those that act now, get now. Um, so it's kind of this whole concept of like doing, th th this is a good quote. Do what you like is, doing what you like is freedom. Liking what you do is happiness. And Aaron Wagner, a buddy of mine, always says, when I can't tell the difference between when I'm working and playing, that's when I know that I made it. And too often we say, well, one day when I'm rich, I'll golf every day. One day when I have money, I'll start a business. One day when I have more time, I'll put more time into my relationships. One day when I, you know, and it, and it becomes this habitual one day instead of living today. And too often we're preparing to live for after this life. You're like, well, I'm just doing the right thing. So after I die, that I'll go to heaven. And I'm like, okay, start living today before death instead of after death. Or one day I'll, I'll, I'll be able to travel and be able to live and be able to, once I have, and I'm like, dude, you have, you are enough. You can today. And I went to Dubai with my buddy Doug um, in April and it was two days later, I was on a flight. I, I wasn't planning on going to Dubai. He calls me, he's like, hey, I'm going to Dubai tomorrow. I was like, well, can I come? And I went. And it was one of those moments in my life where I was just like, cool, I sent it, I'm living, I'm awake, I'm alive. And I just did a podcast with him and it was so cool to reminisce on that because it was like, so often we're like, one day I wanna go this place instead of those that act now, get now. And we forget to give ourselves permission to take and live instead of let our money just stack up in cash piles. And a lot of times we do that. I've been guilty of that, I'm cheap. Like I hate spending money. And I like to invest. I like to see it grow. But, you know, there was a good podcast I did with, uh, uh, it was actually with Ed Milet. I was like, hey, when do you know to take off the chips and spend it on you versus keep investing, investing, investing? And I got to a point in life where I was like, man, I, I, I'm not living. Like I'm living for one day when I have retirement. And I'm just like, I can do that and live today. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to kind of wrap up with this and just keep this one a short one because I, I want to I want to leave a teaser for the next sections, which you have. Um, oh, and, and then the last piece, well, the last piece of this is decide. A consideration is an internal thought that prohibits you from taking action, Coach Burt. And don't just consider yourself 
like consider yourself through life. It's like I considered this and I considered this and I considered this and I considered that. I, coaching a lot of people um, and doing a lot of the training and speaking, I've come to the realization that that I, so many people are passive. They're passive aggressive. It's like I, I, I maybe want this. It's like you maybe want this. You either want it or you don't want it. And then I'm like, oh, do you want it? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So instead of considering you want it, do you just want to choose to do it? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, so are we going to do it? Like, yeah. So when are you going to do it? Uh, next week. I'm like, why not? Why not now? And they're like, I'm like, pull out your phone. And I, I just say, do it. Like, and, it, and it, it's so interesting how once we get real clarity around what we want instead of what we consider we want, um, how much more freedom that gives us. And we become trapped in this insecurity of, I can't take action, I can't do, I can't have, I'm not enough, it's not time. And I'm like, wow, start driving your life today. And for those that are out there knocking, getting their face kicked in, for those that are out there in business trying to scale and not seeing the results that they're getting, um, a lot of times it's just because you're getting in your own way and you're, you're procrastinating action, you're procrastinating investing, you're procrastinating the, the activity required, which is knocking. And when I think of knocking, it's, you know, right now I'm, I'm calling on a lot of vendors and I'm like, guys, you call, you do this. And one day we'll get some vendors for door to door con in January. And I'm like, it's in six months. We got to go. We got to go. It's less than six months. And I was like, we got to get our vendors. And uh, I keep procrastinating and procrastinating. I'm like, that's door knocking. Like, I got, I got to get 70 vendors to this massive event that I hope you guys all make it to. And January 13th through the 15th, we got some really cool speakers coming up. Um, tickets are pre-registered right now because we're going to sell this one out fast. Last year, we sold it out. This year, we're capping it at 1,000. We'll sell that out again. Um, but for us, it's like I, I can't stress enough how many times I don't like doing the hard, scary thing because I have to pick up the phone. I have to make freaking phone calls and I'd way rather go golf today. I'd way rather sit in my emails and figure out to-dos or make content or whatever that's more energetic than sitting there trying to call vendors. And I can even see it today where I'm just like, bah, I need to act. That's how I get paid. That's how this event happens. This is how it all comes together. And I'm like, I will pick up the phone and start making calls today. And just like you guys out there in the field, it's like you, you so often it's like, oh, if I could just sell an apartment complex or if I could just land one big deal, I wouldn't have to knock as much. And it's like it's the opportunity the success is right behind the doors. Just go knock and make that decision instead of consider knocking, make the decision to knock today. And uh, I, I get it. I'm out there. I'm, I, I, I see the grind every day. I, I talk to so many reps. I talk to so many owners every day. And I empathize with those that are having a struggling moment because trust me, I've gone through some struggling moments over the last year. And I've had days where I just want to lay in bed like everybody else. And I've had days where I want to throw in the towel like everybody else. And, you know, to really just see, you know, leading into the next topic, which would be emotional, emotional resilience. And I'll leave you on a cliffhanger. But I have a really cool story around this whole anti-fragility and um, some other cool stuff I'll train on, but it's being able to now be emotionally resilient and pass through this instability of your own mind and it talking you out of knocking, that's where you become a man. Like that's where you really get some real grit inside of you. So the next topics you'll see in my podcast will be emotional resilience, focus, uh, grit, 
um, you know, it's a whole chapter, so I can't like, it'd take me freaking five hours. So it might be a couple segments, non-negotiables, you know, quitting and abandoning yourself, stuff like that. So, so stay tuned, subscribe to this, share this. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there that needed to hear this. And if you feel like you got some value, love to hear some reviews and, uh, hope you come to one of our events, go to our website, theddddexperts.com. Um, come to our ultimate sales boot camp. Come to our recruiting summit coming up in September. Come to something boot business boot camp August twenty third and twenty fourth. That's like our business training on recruiting and trainings and onboardings and culture and motivating and really getting your team fired up. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Love you, and I appreciate all the love and support. Hitting me up on Instagram. I love shares. I love people that are like, hey, what do I need here? And I'm super here to help. Um, That's why I do what I do. So peace out. Hope you enjoyed it. See you on the next episode.